a lot of people I don't think realize that they think that oh when you become an entrepreneur you just <gasps> can like drive around in your Bugatti and you and you just collect money like that's yeah. not how that's not how any of this works like I think most like entrepreneurs Wayne Brady. right like Wayne Brady just sticking his hand out the window <laughs> most entrepreneurs I think work harder than the average nine to fiver I mean they're making a <gasps> shitload of money usually but and so it's it's kind of worth it but they're 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 working you know it's even if they're not necessarily trading their time for money they're still trading their fucking time because they gotta they gotta do other stuff you know they gotta Build coordinate things yeah you're listening to the premier podcast for men who want to not only be better with women but want to be better men in general this is the come on man podcast and here's your host paul bauer what's up everybody welcome back to another week of come on man if you haven't done so already please like subscribe hit those notifications you know what to do drop a comment any comment will do your favorite emoji doesn't really matter uh all that kind of stuff helps boost us in the algorithm if you guys are watching on monday morning during the premiere go ahead and sound off during the uh during the live i'm usually in there while i'm editing videos you you know you know that sort of thing um follow me on social media the links are in the description you can send a super chat during these Monday episodes, but I won't see it and I won't be able to bring it up to screen because these aren't live. You know what I mean? But if you do send one, I'll, I'll be sure to give you a shout out on social media. Get on the email list, list.comeonmanpod.com. Not only will I send you some free stickers, okay? And then for a limited time, I'm also adding these stickers in here too because I have a whole bunch of extra from my, my cool mic flag. <laughs> uh, but not only... Uh, will you get the stickers? You also get a free PDF with 20 dating app openers on it. That's been going like hotcakes since I started offering that. Cause you get that immediately. As soon as you sign up, you get the download, right? Uh, I've been, I've been uh, getting so many people signing up for that, uh, that I'm just like, I'm mailing out stickers like crazy right now. If you guys are already on the email list and, uh, you've already gotten your stickers or whatever, but you haven't gotten the PDF or whatever. Just, just hit me up on, on uh, Instagram or something like that. DM me on Instagram or Twitter. And just let me know that you want the PDF. I'll send it to you. No problem. No problem. Check out my practical law of attraction course, loa.comeonmanpod.com. And finally get on the Patreon, patreon.com slash come on man pod. Yeah, if you join the Patreon, you get the Law of Attraction course for the rest of this month for twenty five percent off. But the the month's almost over, guys. So if you're if you're waiting, I don't know what you're waiting for, okay? Because time's running out on that. But uh, if you get on the Patreon, you get access to our our happy hour hangouts, our monthly happy hour hangouts. And I'm actually recording this at just after our last one, right? So uh, we had the last one on July twentieth. I'm actually recording this intro on July twentieth right after the hangout we had about eight dudes show up it was actually more people than the first one that showed up i think we had six guys in the first one so we had eight guys this time it was a good turnout we were there for for an hour and a half i didn't get bombed this time <laughs> i did have an alcoholic beverage but i only had one now i'm just drinking uh basically kool-aid and and soda mm, delicious but anyways great opportunity i'm going to play a commercial for that but before i do let me tell you about the guest this week. My guest is my good friend, Benny Lichtenwalner, former dating coach. Now he's a breakup coach. It's actually kind of funny because uh, I learned so much about dating and stuff from Benny. Just being in the 3% uh, man group, what was the 3% man group with him. He was sort of like our resident dating coach. 
and he would give away all sorts of just valuable information. And um, he got on TikTok, I think last year, completely blew past me. He's got like, I don't know, 150,000 followers now or whatever. And his business has completely taken off. Uh, one of the things, though, that he realized is that so many people, men and women, find their way to the space because they're trying to reattract an ex. And he found that when he would put out information about how to go no contact and reattract an ex, those videos would just completely blow up. And so he's like, you know what? Give the people what they want. And he doubled down on it. And he, he is able to quit his day job and do this full time. He's got like two other coaches underneath them. He's got like, he's got a whole operation going now. And I am just like flabbergasted by him. So proud of this guy. He's, he's such a good dude. And not only do we talk about the breakup coaching stuff, but we just, we talk about entrepreneurship in general. So if you guys aren't really necessarily looking to reattract an ex, but you are looking maybe into entrepreneurship, Benny's story is actually pretty, pretty fascinating. I'll bring you that right after this though. I'm going to, I'm not going to play the normal uh, ad that I normally play. I'm going to play a TikTok that I made about the Patreon. Okay. So there's no real call to action in here that that's useful. Cause it says like the link in the bio, the links in the description for the Patreon, but you can go to patreon.com slash come on man pod. It's in the description too. If you're listening on, on, you know, Spotify or Apple podcasts, but you're, if you're driving in your car, you're never going to re remember that. Right. So go to patreon.com slash come on man pod. You can join for as little as $10. Uh, you can even join the free trial. We had a guy on the call tonight that signed up for the free trial just to see what the call was like. So you can do that too. Okay. So let me play this and then we'll get to that conversation with Benny. Men need other men. Men need a good group of other men that they can go to when they have problems. A lot of men don't have this available to them. They dump all their problems on their wife or their girlfriend. And their wife or their girlfriend ends up leaving them eventually. That's because these women start to lose attraction for these men. Despite what women say, women don't care about men's struggles. Women think they care, and they may even want to care, but biology won't let them care. That's why I offer a monthly happy hour hangout for men to get together and talk about guy stuff. It's a place where men can get together and get stuff off their chest without having to worry about offending women because women aren't invited. Join my Patreon now. The link is in the bio. If you've been looking to connect with other like-minded men, here's your shot, brother. Here's your shot, guys. Remember, go to patreon.com slash comeonmanpod. That's patreon.com slash comeonmanpod. And here's Benny. All right, returning to the podcast once again is the artist formerly known as dating coach Benny Lichtenwalner and has now assumed the mantle of breakup coach Benny Lichtenwalner. You know you know him, you love him. I talk about him all the time like a 14-year-old fangirl talks about Jake Paul. Benny, how the hell are you, man? That's good, man. What's going on with you? <laughs> Dude, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm just in the Manosphere. I'm the world Manosphere champion now. I don't know if you knew that. Well, I can see the belts on the wall, so uh, I knew you not, were doing something. No, oh, no, 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 bro, bro. You don't even fucking know. <laughs> That's like, it's the under the desk belt. Just Dude, case. I'm the world Manosphere fucking champion. I'm going to be defending my title at Summer Smash September uh, in Las Vegas against, <laughs> against, that, against that jabroni Glenn fucking Lawrence. So, yeah. 
<laughs> is that like a real event that happened? What, what What's the story behind We that? are going to do that. Yeah. Uh, well, so Glenn got this fucking idea. Uh, we're going off on a tangent here. Glenn got this fucking idea to do a, a wrestling skit, right? Because we, we're always talking about on Rule Zero how the Manosphere, a lot of it is pro wrestling. It's all kayfabe, right? Like you, uh, fresh and fit. It's all bullshit, right? Yeah, yeah. And, um, and so Glenn's like, why don't we take this a step further and make a whole skit out of it? Like, he's like, we can get all the guys on Rule Zero down in, uh, down in Las Vegas. We could film this. And I, as a wrestling fan, I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, let, 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 let's fucking go. And, uh, and I, and so I told him, I was like, man, dude, actually I was looking for an excuse to buy some kind of custom wrestling belt. And oh, yeah. I was like, this is the perfect excuse for this. I could make a fucking like world manosphere championship belt. And it what's, what's also kind of a uh, pokes fun at, uh, uh, what's his name? Anthony Johnson, you know, of the 21 convention, because he has the red, uh, president of the manosphere hat. Like he just you know, one day decided he was the president of the manosphere. I'm like, okay, well, if he can be the president, why can't I be the undisputed world manosphere <laughs> fucking champion and walk around with a dumbass belt? I so, just like how you keep it under the desk, almost like if you're a gas station clerk and it's like somebody has to fuck around and find out, you just pull it out. You, know? <laughs> you don't even have to hit the alarm. You just pull it out. You know? Right, right. <laughs> well, honestly, it's uh, because I don't have anywhere else to put it right now. I think eventually, <laughs> eventually it's going to be on the on the back wall, but we actually need it for this thing. So, so yeah, I'm actually flying out to Las Vegas, and I'm going to defend the title in a real wrestling ring uh, against Glenn Lawrence, the jabroni. So that's yeah. legit, dude. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> Hell yeah. We got a lot of people in Atlanta that, um, like in the jujitsu community, like people that, um, that actually do the wrestling and it's so, I mean, I don't know if you mess around with any of that, but it's so athletic, like the moves that they do. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh yeah, man. I, I asked uh, John Fitch about it. John Fitch, you know, former world champion, fucking UFC fighter and stuff. I was like, would you ever do that? Ever, you know, make the switch? He's like, fuck no. Like, dude, no one's slamming me on the ground with, you know, and hurting me and shit like that uh, without me having the opportunity to hurt them back. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, fair enough. Um, so I didn't want to talk to you about pro wrestling today. What I really wanted to uh, get you back on the podcast for was because you recently at the time of this recording, put out a very exciting announcement on social media that you are now a free man. You have now tradition uh, transitioned to full-time coaching. How are you feeling right now, man? I don't feel so free. <laughs> the reason why is like I'm a slave. I was a slave to the, the rat race, but now I'm a slave to my calendar. Mm. Um, it's really been insane. So, um, you know, you and I talked a little bit um, you know, I changed up some of my content on TikTok, and and uh, it's really like kind of ended up mysteriously like tapping into the 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 market um, a little bit more accurately than where I was at, and um, I just all this all this attention kind of fell into my lap, and now I'm like knee deep in everybody else's problems all of a sudden. So, um, I, I dude, it's crazy. Like I I expected to have this like watershed moment where I'm just like I you know get into the mountains i go to the mountains and i just like get on a hill and it's like like ah, i'm free you know and have that feeling and it's just been like nothing but go 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 since like so as yeah. it hasn't hit me you know then i'm all the way free but i'm i'm super excited because i uh 
um, you know, I used to run a business in my early twenties and I had to sell that and, and take a job. And I did that for a long time. So it, it is, it is really cool to be able to just like help people and pay the bills off of helping people now in the way that I want to. So, yeah, that that's good. Yeah. A lot of people, I don't think realize that, uh, they think that, oh, when you become an entrepreneur, you just fucking like drive around in your Bugatti and you, and you just collect money. Like that's not how, that's not how any of this works. Like I think most like entrepreneurs- Right. Like ready to stick in his hand out the window. <laughs> Dude. It, yeah. It's like, it's like, uh, most, uh, most entrepreneurs, I think work harder than the average nine to fiver, you know, I mean, they're making a shitload of money usually, but, and so it's, it's kind of worth it, but they're, they're, they're working, you know, it's even if they're not necessarily trading their time for money, they're still trading their fucking time because they gotta, they gotta do other stuff. You know, they gotta Build coordinate things. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. for like like this podcast, for instance, it's not just you know once a once a week I meet somebody for an hour and pick their brain about stuff. No, man, like there's all the marketing behind the scenes. There's like I'm I'm constantly like on social media. I got to have a presence. It's like I'm sending mm -hmm. out fucking emails. I'm mailing off stickers and shit. Like the editing and the clips and oh, the, all the different platforms and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's there's a lot of luck, a lot of work involved with that. Um, so let me ask you this then. Were you scared to make the leap or, or, or was it just a no brainer, right? Like I saw that you were killing it on monetizing your coaching videos using stand store. And I even was like, dude, what the, what are you doing? Like, and you, you took the time uh, out of your busy schedule to sort of like show me some things that you're doing. But um, I mean, was it just like, oh shit. Like it was just like uh, all of a sudden you're like, I have to quit. I don't have time to. Yeah. Yeah. It was more like I have to, like it got to the point where I was fucking off on my job where I barely lifted a finger in like three weeks. Cause I work from home so I could get away with that. Like for a long time, you know, I could work my job at a hundred percent and do coaching at a hundred percent on the side. And, and that was fine. But it like when I switched up my content and I, I kind of dialed everything in, um, it got to the point where it's like, like I, I, I was all like every single day coaching, and um, I would answer like one email a day for, for my work or something like that, for, you know, last <laughs> over the last month. Yeah. And finally, I was like, man, like so. So my wife, the whole time, she's like, look, you know, we need to have like a nest egg that's this big. Um, you know, if, if possible, let's go ahead and keep working for the next six months. And and, you know, and I'm like, I haven't touched my job in the last three weeks. Like, I'm going to get fired before that for being a piece of shit. So I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like. You know, she, so she wanted the security and it came down. This is a good red, red pill topic, I guess, in the sense that, you know, I had to stand my ground saying, look, you know, like I'm going to have to do this. What I have to do for my own integrity is I need to go talk to my boss and tell him, look, you know, things have taken off for me. Um, you know, I'm going to make sure you guys are taken care of. So I'm going to train up the next person. I'm going to make sure everybody's happy. I'm going to give you my, however much notice that you want. Um, I'd like to stick around for X amount of time to satisfy my wife because she wants this nest egg. But at the end of the day, like this is what's going on. And so and so by starting that conversation with the corporate entity, HR is only going to let you stick around for so long. Right. Mm -hmm. So I, it, I effectively started the process just by being candid with him. And so it was a little scary in the sense that, you know, like, you know, it, it, this whole thing caused a little bit of relationship turmoil because I'm the primary breadwinner you know, in the, in the house. So we had to navigate through that. At the same time, my wife's taking a kickboxing fight. So there's the stress of her prepping for that in relation to my business taking off. And there's too many things going on at once. And then, you know, uh, but at the same time, it's like, I have two full-time things that are coming at me. And so I had to let that thing drop off and just 
follow the coaching. Whereas yeah. I could have, I could have made a, a fear decision or like a safe decision and say, okay, you know what? I'm going to dial back my coaching and only take X amount of clients when the demand was already there. And I'd have to shut all this stuff down. That's mission oriented in favor of taking the safe job that has health insurance and all this stuff. Right. And, and, and I would have, I would have bottlenecked myself and maybe not even been able to do everything I did now. So I followed, I followed what was there and um, it was scary, but you know, at the end of the day, it was uh, the best thing that could have happened because it's been going crazy. So that's great, man. That's great. So, so I want to get a little bit of a mix of content here with you today. We talked about this offline, but uh, so some of my episodes are on entrepreneurship and making money. So I, I want to get some of that in here today, but obviously I also talk about dating and relationships as well. And that often tends to include breakups and divorce. So I'll be picking your brain about that. Yeah. Cool. Cool. All right. Cool. Hey, stand frame, man. This is all going to be on TikTok, dude. You, you know, you, I you, can't you, just chill back like you, this. You, you know the game. You know the game. All right. <laughs> Tick, fucking TikTok superstar. This guy, I introduce him to TikTok. He just blows past me. Fucking just destroys like my. Con- I, I've been. I'm on my third fucking account now. Like. <laughs> But I, you know, I got a little more edgier, I guess, maybe, you know, I've been coloring yeah, you within know the line. Up. You know why, <laughs> you know what's happening. <laughs> I'm not a victim here. The I know. Feminists are getting in your comments and it's, yeah. <laughs> I've been, I've been coloring within the lines on this account though. So uh, cool. hopefully this is the, <laughs> this is the last one, but. I've got an account warning on my account right now. Um, so, so I've got two strikes on my account. I've really freaked out because this happened right at the time I'd already put my notice in. Mm. Um, and so what I found out was happening. So I didn't know why I thought it was because I was posting this like high visibility content now. And that like, now that I'm wedging my way in, I thought maybe somebody else like had their door foot in the door with TikTok and they were like actively suppressing my shit. But what actually had, it took me a while to figure this out. Luckily I did in time because I was on the verge of getting banned. Um, I was screenshotting my storefront at the end. So, you know, call to action, marketing call to action. And every video, you know, yeah. plug your link in your bio, right? I'm right. screenshotting my TikTok profile. Said, hey, click this link. Well, after that, I would take a screenshot of my storefront and I'd say, okay, and then click this button here to get in touch with me. That part right there, by clicking my storefront, that got me flagged for uh, frauds and scams. And what? so every single video I'm plugging this at the end, yeah. And my videos were automatically getting flagged. And I was, I'm like, dude, like, is it the hashtags? Is it like the fact that I'm actually doing well right now? Like what's going on? And I, it took me trial and error. And then when I figured it out, luckily I had one strike left. So I've been sitting on two strikes for about a month and in, in a couple months they'll go away, but I almost got banned too. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't tell you why. Like I know customer service many times. Yeah, they. Um, I think they've they've chilled out a little bit. Where as far as they're just like they just straight up ban people without any kind of warning, and then like your your infractions like count on your account forever. They don't do that anymore. I think they're they're they they do it where it's like a couple months it goes away and like you're mm-hmm. you're cool because that because that's how like the first account that's how it was man. It was like you get you go past three months and then get another ban. Well, that your last infractions never got removed from your account. Yeah. And so it was so easy to get banned, uh, uh, you know, two years ago, but I think I they're chilling out about that. One yeah. piece of value to anybody that's watching that is doing TikTok. They have services that have their foot in the door with these agencies and they'll help you get unbanned. So oh. I was researching this at the time. So I don't know if that'd be worth it for your first account. But for example, because um, I used to work in Amazon, I would flip retail content on Amazon and um, and, you know, you have to get ungated to sell on certain things. And they'd have these li- liaison agencies where they also, and this is unofficial, 
So they have people that have connections at TikTok. You give them like thousand, two thousand bucks, they can get you unbanned um, with TikTok. So mm. uh, I don't know. This might be like under the table kind of conversation. I'll DM. I'll DM you later. Because I'm, I'm definitely gonna need that shit. Yeah. <laughs> black hats on ish. So you know. <laughs> we can talk about this. One thing. One thing that I've been trying to do is. Uh, Ever since the first account got banned, and and really the second account shadow banned, it's totally shadow banned, dude. Like my, I, I get I get like no views on those uh, anymore, and it the account stopped growing like six months ago. But uh, I started building an email list because I was like, I'm, it's only a matter of time I'm gonna get kicked off some other platform, and I'm, I I want to be able to reach out to my audience. And and every book I've read, they're like, that's the only thing you can control when you're a social media content creator is your email list. So. I've been trying to get people like crazy to sign up for my email list. Um, and I know you have that as an option in your stand store too, to like sign up for your, um, you know, like how to text an expert or is there's like four steps to, to no yeah. contacts or some shit. But you're and this is, so I built the lead magnet, which is what you're saying, but it's worthless to you unless you have a back end that can capitalize on it. So you want to yeah, yeah. get program where you have a, a triage caller. So somebody that actively calls, well, you, you either have an application or you have somebody that actively calls like an appointment setter, everyone that comes in through that funnel. So if you're just collecting emails, you're not really capitalizing on it. So this is where I um, started working with this guy named Omar to basically set up the structure where I've got a guy um, that was trained in a certain like an appointment setting agency. You play like a pay, pay a placement fee. He comes in and he knows his shit. He goes, goes through, calls everybody out of those calls, gets a sales call booked. Okay. And then we've got like somebody closing the sales calls. So, so that lead magnet turns into uh, uh, like a 10 minute phone call, which then turns into like a sales call and then into the program. And so, so, mm -hmm. so that's the best way, like, yes, it's, it's audience retention, but it's really like when the rubber meets the road, like that right there, yeah. that is your, that thing that's going to feed the high ticket program. If you're a coach. Yeah. I, so I, I read, uh, I read a book called, or I started reading a book called Launch. I've also read like three of Russell Brunson, Russell Brunson's, Brunson's books, and um, and they all talk about like email marketing and stuff, and how really like they're like your your uh, your email list is your net value, like your net worth, you know. And they talk about how um, you know if you could build an email list, you could you have clients, you have like warm leads that you can sell to and stuff like that. So that's part yeah. of it, but. But, uh, but uh, largely like what I'm just trying to do right now is just don't get, don't get me banned, man. And if, yeah. if I, if I get a, if I get a new account, I want to be able to contact people. So that's where, that's where I'm starting with. I'm not like, yeah. I'm not like sending uh, marketing emails. I get, I mean, Fair I get enough. those, those Andrew Tate guys all the time saying, Hey man, I'll do fucking copywriting for you. I'm just like, fuck off, man. Like I, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want that right now. You're out there. Yeah. But yeah, I, I should, I probably should start doing that more, but I'd like to build the list up first, I think maybe. Yeah. So, um, so get back to your business here. Um, not a lot of people know this, but, uh, but you've hired, uh, some coaches along the way. We just talked about that. Uh, the guy o Omar, you and I also talk about your, your like one-time call with, uh, that one social media coach. Um, so this guy Omar is he like a was he like a business coach or yeah believe <laughs> you think this like story isn't true but uh at the time that I met him I think he was 19. he's a 19 year old kid from Lebanon 
okay yeah and um you know how it is you people call dm you and they it's it's just cringe as fuck and you just like get out of here yeah well i've been seeing his post he had organic posts hitting his feed and i'm reading through it and i'm like yeah this is this is real shit like this guy knows what he's talking about so he probably hit me up after a week after we friended and i by that time i'd always i was already consuming his content and we just we hopped on a phone call and he just like effortlessly sold me his program and if i didn't if i didn't get on that phone call today i would still be working part-time charging like this little amount that is is nowhere close to the value of my time and i'm so glad that you know i dropped like 6k to work with him to learn these skills to like sales and, and coaching delivery and all this stuff and that was like the best money i ever spent well funny enough it's like so he you know he goes wild with his consulting business and whatever and then he made some changes and now what he does is he kind of tacks in onto the back end of coaches that are doing really well and he builds out systems for them so that way they can scale and it's funny because we hop on the phone again and this time the deal is like much much bigger than you know like what it was before and it's funny because it's like so effortless like the cover like he just closed me on this like you know five he's a, he's just, he could sell a, a he could sell a ketchup popsicle to a woman in white gloves that kind of guy 100 dude yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and he's probably only i'm assuming right now he's probably only 21 i don't even know uh, somewhere just, in that neighborhood but he's some just of these young years man some of these young cats man like i, I think the the guy that uh, you did the social media coaching that kid's a young kid too man he knows his shit though uh, oh you're talking about um stone uh, coach stone oh coach stone yeah actually i'm not working i only worked with him for a brief moment but i actually don't work with him now because we, we yeah but all and yeah but yeah, then he knows the shit though for sure yeah because then he 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 like after your call with him i mean your your videos started like all going viral and shit right i mean no actually that's not the thing he he helped me make some tweaks okay but um my my shit well, actually you know what that's not true he did give me some advice that actually was the thing that i followed way later mm. so i you know what it does attribute to him so you're right I almost took that credit away from him, man. <laughs> it is, it is, uh, I did follow it, but I was lazy and I didn't follow it all at first. And yeah. then I went back and I implemented it later. And that was the thing that made it take off. Oh, so he does deserve that credit. What, I mean, do you want to share that secret? Or is that, that yeah, dude, no, absolutely. So, so there's a lot of <laughs> shit that you need to do to have success on TikTok. There's, um, understanding the hook, which is stopping the scroll and getting people's attention, having it in the captions. There's the, the captions that you generate and the SEO behind it which I recently had an audit, an SEO TikTok audit, which was fabulous. And I'm going to, I'm going to give you that guy's name. He's the shit. Um, I don't know if I want to mention him here on the podcast because I want to blow his shit up because he's on a waiting list already, but uh, uh, yeah, gonna, just DM me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to give you that. So you get like a TikTok SEO uh, audit um, because TikTok's working like a search engine now. Um, there's, uh, there's a lot of things that you can do, right? It's like the cuts and the angles and all this stuff. But the thing that made the difference for me was going into my, this is the part that I was too lazy to do in the beginning because I, I had an ego about it. I'm like, oh, well, I'll just save my insights and people are going to take that and they're going to see how insightful it is and, and run with it. That's No, it's not true. That's, That's not how people work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I started going to the competition and I said, okay, well, for the videos that I do that usually take off, um, what is the competition? What are the type of co topics that the competition that already has big followings and the videos that they do that performs the best which ones of those should I do similar videos on? So you can go into somebody's TikTok profile. You can sort them by views, video views. So I could yeah. go to somebody huge like um, 
on it like two turn tony or whatever right <laughs> and you can like sort his profile by views and find it oh like carry the duck like this and, and right, right. not like this right <laughs> <laughs> and like and you can and you can see which videos do well and and so what i would do is just simply um take the topic that they did and then put it in my own words right and i know which topics are hitting with the audience so once i did that because i already had everything else done like you have to do everything you can't just do what i'm saying now but yeah. like for me that was the last piece and when i put that into play like everything just like i've been i've i've uh i've had success with that and i've had i've had it just sort of like fizzle out where you sort of have you have you done it where like you 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 go to someone that's in your niche that's like bigger and then you uh you look at what they're they're saying sort of like their hook and everything and you go okay well let me let me uh put the, put my spin on it or whatever. Like, cause you don't want to fucking just copy somebody. And then you take like their exact hashtags and the fucking music that they use. It use the same thing. And like you, the algorithm just sort of pushes your shit. Like I've had that work and I've also had it not work. So I don't well, know. I don't think that the music matters as much anymore. Yeah. That's why, that's, that's what I heard. Yeah. I stopped, I stopped adding like viral music cause it, I heard it doesn't fucking matter anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, the hashtags, well, I learned this. So uh, this is something I learned. Well, I, you know what, he asked me not to share the intelligence. So I don't want to, I don't want to um, like, there's a private audit that you can do and yeah. I'm going to hook you up with this guy and it's going to be awesome. But right. um, you're going to learn some shit on there where it's like certain hashtags don't benefit you for certain reasons. And um, I, he asked me not to, to share any of the intelligence that I gained. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to share it on here because he's yeah. got a pretty novel thing. But, um, but yeah, like, like you can't just copy somebody else's hashtags. Like, uh, it can give you an idea, but really, but when you choose your hashtags, what you want to do is go get an audit from this guy to choose your hashtags before you just start doing hashtags. So I, mm. I switched that up recently. I have yet to see the, um, cause I just started doing this, but, um, the reasons why he told me to do it make total sense to me and so i'm now i'm going down that path you know i've been trying to do with with hashtags i've been using uh chat gpt to give me oh, yeah. uh to give me uh relevant uh hashtags that are also viral according to the tiktok seo algorithm and shit and it'll spit out whatever yeah, i don't know cool. if it, i don't know if it works or not it, it hasn't really made anything blow up specifically so it might just be bullshit but whatever it tries shit out you know <laughs> um <laughs> So, so as a, a coach yourself and someone who has hired coaches to get them to the next level, what is the biggest benefit you found to using coaching in general? And specifically, what did you find valuable about working with coaches yourself? Dude, I, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for coaches, man. I'll, I'll give you, I'm going to tell you like all the different times that I got coaching and what it did specifically. Um, so my first coaching I did was actually a bust. I, I dropped 3000 bucks on an Amazon coach and um, I was flipping, uh, I was going to this toy uh, like Walgreens and family dollar. And I was finding like certain toys and scanning with the Amazon app. And I was sending them into the FBA center. So they would flip it and fulfill it to customers. And I was buying clearance toys and just reselling them to Amazon customers. Okay. Um, they had a coaching service for this. I think that coaching service would have worked for somebody else. But at the time I had no access to credit. I was going through a divorce and a bankruptcy and all this shit. And I just didn't have the room to really use the coaching the right way. So I dropped three K. I never, you know, made that invest. I never got it back. So that was my mm -hmm. first experience, but I knew coaching was the right thing. One of the people I was following was Sean Whalen. If you guys, uh, if any of your viewers know who he is, he's a, he's a, a real estate guy that made a bunch of money. He's uh 
he's one of these people that just kind of like tell it like it is. And he's, he's been an MMA fighter in the past and he just does a lot of cool shit. He runs a company called lions, not sheep. Um, so if you know who he is, you know who he is, but, um, I was following him for a long time and he always talks about the value of coaching and, and I'm listening to this guy. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I believe in investing in yourself. So I got into like a monthly subscription with his group. Uh, it's called the lions, not sheep den. And, um, I actually had a, a bad experience in there where I got kind of like socially, uh, uh, like cast out of the group, um, because I was giving relationship advice in the group, like as part of my self-discovery. Right. So like you, we come into all this knowledge and we sh- we want to share it and stuff. And yeah. what, what ended up happening, but I'm, I'm going to tell why this was a good investment. OK, but yeah. when it, just for a little drama story for everyone, uh, mm-hmm. what ended up happening was that some guy that was getting private coaching with him, um, you know, he was like dropping big money on coaching from Sean Whalen. Well, this guy didn't like me because the shit I was saying about, hey, you keep them like you got them to begin with all the stuff that we know from Red Pill or, or any of this advice that we all follow right yeah um it triggered him because he thought he was the shit just naturally right and so he went like he said his little piece and caused drama in the group and then ultimately um you know the guy that runs it came down on his side because that's his guy you know and i had some people support me um one of the people that was supporting me during this little you know public uh uh you know foray um was this guy that's now so we started off low but uh, we kind of kept in contact. He's now um, the head coach of the uh, Michigan Stars uh, football team. Um, so there, I, so I've made some good relationships out of that group. So there's a falling out. But at the end of the day, I even though that all that happened, I learned a critical lesson by being in that group. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that group, I learned about the four areas of life. There's you know finance, fitness, relationships, and um, spirituality. And the fact that if you don't keep any one of those in flux, like if they're not all in equilibrium, you're going to be bailing out water to save one other part of the ship later on down the line. Because you work overtime, your fitness goes to shit. I'm kind of like in this boat a little bit right now. Uh, like you got to compensate somehow. And so everything gets out of whack and you got to try to keep everything afloat. Um, that right there, that has helped me even coach other people. Like I've been able to live my life in a, a decent way. And, and that's just like a, a huge lesson I would have never learned if I not got in that coaching group. Mm. Um, a couple other iterations. So after that, I hired um, Omar, like like we were just talking about. I dropped six k on sales coaching, and I made that back in two clients. Ryan Kaufman, that we both know, um, yeah, he was my first client, um, and then I signed somebody else up after him, and I was able to pay for that really within taking on two people. And then after that, I had the structure in place that I still use to bring on new clients. And it helped me give the confidence to charge enough to learn how to deliver coaching and all this stuff. And if I never had, if I didn't take a bet on this 19 year old kid that lived in a third, basically what amounts to a third world country compared to the U S um, like I wouldn't be here, you know? Mm-hmm. And then the last time, well, really last two times, well, the next time I dropped 10 K on a sales and marketing funnel coach, um, the guy that like that came a part of that, the sales coach that came a part of that was, a guy that uh, mentored uh, Alex Hermosi, if you know who that is. Yeah, yeah. So I got, just by getting into that, I didn't even know this guy was part of it, but I got Alex Hermosi's sales sales coach as a product of being in that thing. So I learned about funnels and how to set them up and all the systems and everything. And I ran ads that didn't take off because I was running them in the wrong market. So it seemed like I wasted my 10K, but I got the infrastructure that I still use today. Um, and then this last time around, 
working with Omar, which was even way more than that, you know, and it's already like it's taken off like crazy. So I can't I know that's a long winded ass answer, bro. And I'm sorry for that. But I, I no, no, that's good. That's all good. Investing in coaching. It's the best thing that you'll ever do because you'll never get anywhere if you don't get like if you don't motivate somebody enough. It's like, hey, bro, here's a stack of cash. Give me the real answer that you're just not going to tell anybody else because it takes too long. Like, just tell me the real stuff because you've got it figured out. And if you don't come up with a stack of cash to do that, nobody's ever going to take the time to, like, explain it out in a nuanced way where it's like, oh, you can actually do it, too, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, coaching coaching's like, super, super valuable for a lot of guys. Um, switching gears here a little bit. Your lovely wife has been on uh, on your side, by your side, supporting you through all of this. Is she able to quit her job too and come work with you? Yeah. Is she? Yeah, it's it's almost like she already is. Like today, she just she turned re returned my equipment from work. She's picking up a mo my third monitor for my little setup here. I wish I could turn the camera around and show you guys, <laughs> but uh, she's doing all that. She is um, she's researching. Um, so I haven't incorporated yet. So she's. She's dealing, she's getting in contact with an LLC, like um, a lawyer and setting up the LLC. She's doing all this stuff today. So it's it's almost like she's already working for me. But the funny thing is, she's got a massage therapy practice that she still does. She's mm -hmm. dialed it down a little bit so she can help me. But she's also turning around and buying another practice. Um, I think that's happening next week. So I get her help, but I feel like it's probably going to die down soon she's she's upping her game too you know okay all right so th so that's not necessarily the goal though is to have her do her she wants to continue doing her own stuff and working on her own business and stuff like that it's it's i think what's going to happen is that she's going to she's going to buy this new practice she's going to step probably down from dealing with most of her own clientele she'll probably take on like her her favorite clients and then she'll probably just be at the house and go in and stop on her location where other people are working for her and just keep it in check and then be around here uh, to support the family. I think that's the way that's probably going to go. Okay. All right. Very cool. All right. Let's, uh, let's go to what you're coaching on now. So when we first met Benny, uh, you were doing a, 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 a date coaching business that I would say specialized in teaching guys how to meet women on Facebook initially, then eventually Instagram as well. You taught other methods too, but that, I think that was, that was your specialty. Okay. Yeah. So how did you transition from that to coaching people on breakups? Yeah, it's weird, man. Like all the stuff that we've learned from Corey Wayne, from uh, like, for me, it's been guys at real social dynamics or, you know, Robert Glover or, you know, all the authors that I think a lot of the guys in the community that we're both belong to all that we follow, um, you know, a lot of it's approach, a lot of it's phone setting dates, all the stuff. But one of the things that, that is also talked about, for example, in Corey Wayne's content is how to get an X back. Mm -hmm. Well, I do all this content on, on TikTok, and I just noticed like, Oh, it seems like the X back videos, like the times where I do that, you know, they get way more views than the other ones. Mm -hmm. and, and so I was like, okay, well, I need, I, I had a goal this year to hit a hundred thousand followers by the end of the year. So about midway through the year, I'm like 60,000 followers. And, and really like a portion of that was from like one viral video. So I'm like, I'm never going to fucking hit this goal. I'm fucked. Basically. I'm not going to hit this. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to start making videos on getting your ex back basically. So I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. So I started, cause I post five videos a day, no matter what. Mm -hmm. and so I started, um, I started um, 
posting about getting your ex back. And of course, like any little video that I do about that, it, it hits, you know? And so I was getting the followers after that. And eventually like, oh, like, like I'm already, I got, I bought me a little real-time follower counter. So on my desk, it like updates every time I get a follower, it like flaps through and it like gives me my number. So right now I'm at 110, like I'm already past it. I'm at like 110, 796 right now. Um, so, <laughs> so, oh yeah, uh, they, they make those real time followers. Yeah, hours? yeah, yeah. Like here, I'm gonna interrupt. No, I can't because my cord isn't long enough. Yeah, don't worry. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, <laughs> but they're cool. Yeah, yeah. You go to like smiirl.com, like smiirl or some shit, and you can get a TikTok counter, uh, Instagram. You can get one for like dollars made like they make custom one it's really cool but yeah i surpassed it so I, I started making the right content right and um and then of course as i'm making the videos i'm getting comments and messages from people who are like hey what about this situation so i took my dating advice knowledge and i extrapolated it to relationships like how do you game within a relationship because it's not really a relationship once they break up with you right You're, and this is this is a key insight i'm going to drop a bomb right here Okay. Like people's therapists are telling them to communicate with their ex and they are fucking up their chances. I, so yeah, I, I would say most, most therapists and stuff like that are, are just fucking trash, especially for men. They're just not a good idea. I, I highly recommend men work with a coach over a, over a, a counselor any day. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Because the, the, now a counselor, they should eventually, if you get back into a relationship, like learn how to communicate, I think, because people have attachment style uh, problems and they have all these other problems that they like, they need to learn how to communicate with their, their person. But when it, when that person breaks up with you and they push you away, the last thing you need to do is try to communicate with them. You need to run game on that girl or that on that dude, if you're a woman, right? Mm -hmm. So, so because people don't realize it's like, yes, you have a connection with this person that broke up with you. But when you, when you first got with somebody off Tinder or at the bar, did you walk up to him and be like, Hey, your eyes sparkle in the sunshine and, and blah, 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 blah. Like, no, yeah, that's, 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 that's exactly how I did that. Yeah. <laughs> right? I bring him flowers and chocolates and like yeah. Wearing the belt too. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know? Dude, it's gotta be, you gotta have the belt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, flowers and chocolate. And you're like, yeah, nobody's appeals to, to connection in the beginning. And so people miss this because they're subject to their emotions because they're, they miss their person. Yeah. And so they start playing the game in this wrong way. They, they almost friend zone themselves. They forget that it all, it's all about attraction first. So that's where I can take the, the experience, you know, that we have from the dating world, you know, all the journeys that you, you and I and all the other guys in the community have had as single men and all those experiences and, and extrapolate that to somebody that's had their person pull away. And now, yes, we are, we are using no contact. We're running game on them. It's charisma all these things that you would otherwise use if you're a pickup artist or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. So, so uh, when I talk about uh, like breakup coaching here, is, is it solely about getting your ex back or do you help people cope with breakup itself or do you help them move on? Like, yeah, it depends on the situation. So okay. um, recently I worked with this girl and we only had to work together for like three weeks and she got her ex back and we're still together. Um, my, my sales closer. So the guy that, that brings on my new clients. I help him get his, we worked uh, for a month and a half and um, I helped him get his ex back in the space of about a month and a half. They're still together and they're happy. Um, so sometimes it really does work. It's not like, it's, it's weird because if you're a dude and you're going back to the ex, like uh, at the ex, it's very likely that you're just being weak and not facing the, 
difficulties of the dating world and rejection and all these things, right? You're just going to your yeah, it's kind of yeah, low hanging fruit. I was gonna say yeah, yeah, and and so it can be a, a decision made in weakness. But the problem is, some guys they know where they went wrong and they they've come to the light. Maybe they've read some books or whatever, and they know that they can do better, and they know they want to go about it with some dignity, not taking accountability for shit that was really her fault or whatever. And in those cases, like it matters, so like they can actually put things back together. Um, but but with other clients, what has to happen is like they come at things and either they're just trying to get on top of the ex situation for their ego. So that way they can be the one to like let them go. So that sometimes that's half of it. And the other times it's like they just need to find out that there's literally no chance left. And then they go on and they're open to dating. And then some people are just open to dating from the beginning. They're like, okay, either she comes back or she doesn't like, fuck it. Let's see what happens in either direction. Mm, okay. Got it. Yeah, and then you already, I think you already answered my next question here, which was, do you work with men and women now or mostly yeah, men? Yeah. Yeah. So, so working with women is a new um, thing over the last like two or three months, basically. What's the biggest difference between working with women on this kind of stuff and working with men? Cause so I have a, I have a friend, I don't know if you, you know him or have heard of him. He goes by uh, coaching with Jim okay. and, and coaching with Jim. He's a, he's a, you know, Corey Wayne guy. And he decided to try to take what he's learned to sort of reverse engineer that and, and, and present it to women. And so That's he's awesome. got, he's got women clients. And the thing that he tells me, he goes, women clients, he goes, they'll spend the most money on coaching, but they are the worst fucking clients because they don't do what you say. They go by what they feel anyway. So you tell them, okay, this is the logical thing here. This is logical game that will work. And they go, mm, yeah. And then they just go with what their emotions say. Anyway, have you experienced that or do you find it yeah. totally different? <laughs> no, I, I have experienced that, but I've also experienced the ones that will like kind of put their nose to the grindstone. Mm -hmm. um so so yeah uh it's different because you know like some women want you to be empathetic to what they're feeling and some women um like when you do that they'll kind of feel insulted because you're treating them like a girl and then so like so like it's this weird thing of like figuring out each individual client like like do they want like the empathy or do they want you to kind of treat them like a dude it's like because my main like really with any woman my default is basically just no sugarcoating, like this is exactly what's going on, yeah. you, you know, like blah, blah, blah. And then if, if you know, because, you know, at that point they paid me a lot of money. Like if, if, if I can tell that that's not effective and I have to like regroup with some, um, some like empathy and like some greater consideration, then I'll stop because I'll notice it. Right. And then like, we'll have a falling out or something if I don't cater. So then I'll go back and I'll be like, okay, well, listen, I know this is hard, but like this and this and this, right. Um, so I'm still get like the priority is always give them the effective instructions, but whether mm -hmm. they take it or not, and this is with dudes too, because I've had dudes pay me in full and not even put in a single day's worth of work. So yes. it's like, so it's like, you know, it's my job to give you the shit that's going to work, but it's your job to like actually go do it. Yeah. And I try to put all the infrastructure in place to make sure that they do like like weekly check-ins and all this kind of stuff. But, that's what that's one of the things I I, I usually talk about like in my lives or, you know, and, and I, I pretty much don't make TikTok dedicated TikToks anymore. It's all just like cuts from these episodes and from the lives. Yeah. But I'll, you know, I, I'll, I'll say in my lives, like, look, you can hire a coach, but at the end of the day, like the coach isn't going to fucking be out there talking to your girlfriend to, for you. They're not going to be out there like at the bar with you 
you know, like you have to eventually get out there and do this stuff, you know, like it, it's on you to do it, you know, yeah. just, just paying a coach isn't going to magically make something fucking happen, you know? Yeah. And you, you get people that, that think that because they'll like, they'll get the reward center experience of like making an expenditure. Yeah. But it's like, you didn't buy the result. Like you, you bought the instruction manual, but yeah, you know, <laughs> like you gotta, well, well, and that's that's the thing I was talking to uh, to Aaron Clary about. I don't know if you know who Aaron Clary is, but he, you know, he's yeah. an author. He's he's one of the guys on Rule Zero. And he and I were out hot hiking one day, and he he was telling me that people will buy your courses, and he's like, ten percent will actually go through the whole course, and like maybe out of those guys that take the whole course, like maybe. 3%, you know, whatever, some small percentage will actually implement what you tell them to do. The rest mm -hmm. of the people will literally just buy a fucking $200 course and just feel good about themselves for having done something like buy a course. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I've done it too. I've, I've personally done that. I've bought shit that I've never used or followed. Yeah. I can think of like two or three things off the top of my head that I never Really I, 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 I'm, I might be guilty of it too, but it's not because I don't want to do it. But uh, like I, I paid for just for instance, I paid for Dr. Glover has a, a positive emotional tension course. And I, I, I went through the first like two modules, but I've just been so fucking busy that I haven't gone yeah. through the rest of them. It's not because I don't want to do it. I'm just like yeah. swamped, you know? So yeah, for I'll, real. I'll eventually get back to it. <laughs> it's not <laughs> like I haven't read all of his fucking books anyway. So anyway, but uh, uh, okay. So, so I'm personally not much of an advocate for guys getting back together with their ex pretty much uh, at all. But that being said, what are some reasons in your opinion that are good reasons for people uh, and that they should get back with their, their ex? Yeah. I'd say like the biggest thing is like, if you know, if here's the thing, the caveat is like, it's, is this really true or not? Because you get plenty of people that will take accountability for their own shit, but also for the other person's shit. But because that person's breaking up, they're just like, you know what? Yeah, I should have been better. Like, you shouldn't have felt like you needed to cheat on me because I was being a pussy, right? Like, like not that, okay? But, like, if it's the kind of thing where it's like um, the guy really did drop the ball. He wasn't date planning. He didn't have quality time with her. Um, it took her pulling away for him to even realize that he fucked up, okay? Um, all that kind of stuff. Like if he if, if it really was on him and it's not the kind of thing where it's irreparable because she's got, uh, you know, attachment issues or, or she's um, no integrity, you know, that kind of stuff. Then it's like, OK, yeah, you know what to do. So because attraction is a real thing. Right. And it grows in space and because it's a mechanism that we can use. Yeah. It's like, you know, if you don't want to go back in the dating world and start over with somebody else, like we have the ability to have this effect on this person. You know what you did wrong. Let's just fix that shit and, and use the attraction in this direction. You know, and it, to me, that's a good reason, especially if you've got kids or like a fine, like if you guys built an empire together, you've got a decade worth of history and, it, and it's really truly salvageable. That seems like a good um, reason to do it. Okay. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and I think, I think we sort of touched on this already, but are, are there ever any circumstances where like a client comes and tells them, tells you your, their story and you're just like, no, no, this, this yeah. is not a good idea. You really should move on. Yeah. Um, a couple of times. So like you'll get things where it's like a woman has like just dealt with this dude cheating on her like over and over and over again. Just like, like I've had a couple of these recently and I'm like, 
why are you trying to reinvite this back into your life? If you get back together, it's guaranteed that he's going to lie. But like he's got some other girl's number in his phone is like a dude's name. He's, he's guaranteed like like covering shit up, guaranteed to cheat on you, guaranteed to break up with you again after he cheats on you. Like, why would you invite that back? Like, I get that all the time. So I have to tell people, it's like, I can tell you how to reattract this person, but you are literally shooting yourself in the face. Yeah. Right? I don't moralize to people. I'm like, hey, you do what you want. I'll tell you how to get what you want because you're paying me for a service, right? So I'm going to tell you how to get it, but I'm going to preface that with, hey, I don't, I don't think you should do this. Yeah. So, so I tr play both ends of it like that. Um, other times would be um, like, for example, if you've been in no contact for, for longer than two months and um, you haven't heard anything from that other person and you literally built yourself up into a superhero, like, and you posted about it on social media, like if you've done everything there is to do and they haven't come back to two months, um, I will tell people to throw one last Hail Mary at the two months. But if that doesn't kick off some like big, like, conversation full of sparks and all that shit you've got to be willing to move on nobody can pause their life for longer than that and so um so in an event where like they've been in like sometimes i get people i had somebody come to me the other day like it had been four months not since the breakup but since like no contact i'm like dude like you should have been already probably dating by now so like yeah nothing we can do here yeah yeah and, and and you 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 typically uh recommend too that uh, guys get back out there, right? Just don't, don't just wait around for them to fucking call, like go out there and start dating. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, um, a lot of people they'll come to me when it's fresh. And so right when it's fresh, people don't necessarily want to date. Some people will. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people are, they're more concerned, especially anxious attachment people. Like they, they don't want to, they're nervous to sub communicate to the other person. Well, I'm like, look, we're going to sub communicate that you're moving on no matter what you don't get a choice for that. But, I'm not going to force you to date other people. You can, we can just make it look like you are right. Mm -hmm. So, so that's a piece of it. But, um, but yeah, I, I basically have that candid conversation with anybody. So it's like, look, the sooner that you date other people, the better it's going to work. I understand it's uncomfortable dealing with their blowback if they're going to come back and give you shit, but it's like they terminated the agreement for exclusivity. There's no, there's no agreement to honor here. And, and the sooner that you're willing to date, the more, uh, the better chances you are to have uh, results. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and either they come back or you move on with one of these yeah. other people that you're dating with. It's a win-win. Yeah. Um, so, so what are men specifically men struggling with the most when it comes to breakups and potentially trying to get an ex back? Man. Um, there's a lot of different shit. I mean, everybody struggles with no contact. It's the, so usually if you're coming to somebody like me, you're most likely the anxious attached person and not the um, avoidant. Um, I have had some avoidance come to me and that's been pretty crazy. It's been eye opening and stuff. But um, if that's the case, then it's, it's the dealing with the discomfort of no contact. Like people want to know, um, is this salvageable? Is my ex going to text me again? Um, do you like, um, what else? Um, like it's, it's more looking for certainty. And if, yeah. like, if it's even something that they should hold on to hope for. Yeah. And then from there, it's like, it's keeping them from doing something fucking dumb and like reaching out and like, oh, uh, but Benny, I've, you know, I've got her stuff or like, oh, it's her birthday tomorrow or, oh, her fucking aunt's, you know, grandma's second cousin, whoever, you know, is getting a, a blood transfusion. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like whatever yeah 
Yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. One thing, uh, uh, if I ever do a video on breakups and getting an ex back and like going no contact, right? Like w one of the number one questions I get is, well, well, how long is it going to take before they contact? I don't know. Like everybody's different when it comes to like the no contact thing. You know, I uh, I had, uh, uh, you know, I, I'm calling a red pill chick, but, you know, the chick that got me into the space. Uh -huh. I it, it was a fucking year and a half before she finally reached back out, you know. So it's like, you can't say, oh, if you do this, it will specifically be this amount of time. Yeah, you can't do it accurately, but I've got it to a place where I can kind of ballpark it now. Um, so some of the metrics I'm looking at is how long since the breakup, how long in no contact? Was it strict mm. no contact or not? Um, usually when they come back way later after a year and a half, it's usually because they tried out somebody else. and then it Oh, yeah. Up. Yeah. So like, so those way outliers, like past two months, that's usually how that explains that. But usually within two months, that's going to be like the window. And so depending on how much they fucked it up in the beginning, like by chasing, apologizing, long letters, like dumb shit, then it's going to take a little bit on the longer end. Um, but if they've been in contact and they've been nearing that friend zone or whatever, um, and or the other person, like clearly there's something there, it might not take them longer than like a week. So it really just depends on uh, – and I and again, I when I ballpark, I'm wrong sometimes – um, and it's not a science, but I, I can kind of give like a little bit better answer than just, you know, you've been, know. you've been doing this long. Like yeah. Yeah. It's literally all pretty much all I do. It's, you know. Gotcha. Uh, would you say that then, uh, so going back to the question about what men are struggling with, uh, same question for the women. Is it roughly the same, same stuff? It's the anxiety. Yes. Yeah, the not hearing from the other person. It's, it's how to message. And the other thing is like how to message in a way that drives up attraction. Mm -hmm. So it's one thing to just like get a message. See, everybody's like, oh, will my ex come back? Yeah, 95% chance your ex comes back. The problem is you don't know what to do with it once they finally message you. So if you don't know how to text, if you don't know how to, you know, drive up attraction in those interactions, if you don't know how to do less than them and let them chase, you're fucked. And that's where most people are. The problem is like, they'll think, oh, my neck, you'll see in the comments, like, my ex never came back. Yeah, they did. You just messed it up. That's what happened. You didn't register it as them coming back because you did something dumb, like asking them to get back together. You asked them where you stood with them, you know, <laughs> like, like what any of that stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That kind of, okay. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Um, so let me ask you this question. Cause I get a lot of guys that, that uh, still hit me up about, you know, uh, dating on social media and stuff like that. And I still like to this day, will be like fucking Benny is like the guy. Right. And so, uh, and I was like, he used to have a course on this shit. I don't, know what the fuck happened to that but like are, are there are they available anywhere or are you just like yeah. you just... if you come into my coaching program then you get all those courses and stuff okay um but um but i also if you scroll back to older tiktok content i've laid out a lot of the principles like a little in short form content um so you'll kind of find that stuff interspersed through my tiktok profile as well okay all right all right i was just curious about that because yeah i've had guys uh, that have come to me about that. And I'm like, you know, like I understand, I understand the concept behind it. I have never, I've never done it personally myself. I was always like a dating app guy, uh -huh. you know, but I know, I know like I've actually taken your course, like, cause you, mm -hmm. you gave it to me like a long time ago. I've taken your course. I've went through it. Um, you've, you know, told everybody in the old, the old original 3% man group, like how it works like a million times, a bunch of guys in that group have had success with it. And so yeah. I'm like, but I was like, I, I keeps now, 
the gatekeeper right. is at the gate. It's kind of like real social dynamics. They put out all their stuff for years and you can't find it on YouTube anymore because yeah. they got worried about the feminists, you know? Um, yeah. So, okay. So yeah. I, get, I, I hooked you up with that. I, I managed to find their old ar archive and I, I, I hooked yes. you up with that. Yeah. I've got it. Thank you, sir. Yeah. So, Cause I was like, I, I was like, you know, I was like, maybe, I think maybe I could maybe cause it, it, it's, it's just not out there as, as pro prominent. I was like, maybe th there's a, I could make a course or something about it, but you know, but I was like, but I was like, I also don't want to like cut into be Benny's business. But I was like, but Benny's teaching people how to get back together now. So I don't know. Like, oh, dude. I, yeah, I could probably <laughs> get it over to you where you can like work into y'all's y'all's stuff or whatever. Yeah. I, but, uh, <laughs> that's a that's a that's a secondary thing here i i um yeah it's it, it's just a it's just a, it's such an interesting thing like when when it comes to coaching guys to, to to find new women and then coaching guys to get back with an ex do you find that it's somewhat easier to coach guys to get back with an ex because that attraction was there uh, at some point already in the past Cause like, cause teaching like new guys, especially guys who have never dated guys that are like 25 year old virgins and stuff like that. Like teaching them the whole concept of dating in general. It's like, it's like pulling teeth with some of these guys, you know, they're like, cause they've never done it. They can't get out of their comfort zone. But with someone that's getting back with an ex, it's like, you've already been with this chick. You've already probably fucked her. You probably like, <laughs> you've already been on dates with her. She already yeah. like it liked you at one point. So to rekindle that I, to me would seem a little bit easier. It's, it's more fun to date to, um, to coach somebody on dating because you get to go over all the nuances of like, Oh, this is how you cover last okay. minute resistance. This is how you say this funny line right over here or whatever. And like a lot of the coaching your ex back thing is like, or to get your ex back is like, um, addressing their anxiety issues it's like counseling them it's it's um you give them elements of game so like even for my female clients that are just trying to get their boyfriend back um i give them out of my texting course like the module on uh conversational investment level so so dialing in your effort level and then also free association on like how to be funny um so i'll give them like a snippet and i'll, and I'll tell them hey look this course was meant for dudes they're trying to like holler at a bunch of girls okay but ignore that watch these two lessons yeah. And you'll be better at texting, right? So, so I do get to give them like some fun stuff, but mo but to me, what's fun is like is teaching somebody to like go out and get girls because like I kind of like vicariously I get my my rewards in it. Like like, <laughs> like if I'm helping somebody else get girls, I'm like ah yes, this. It's like basically it. like I just closed on this. Yeah, trip. yeah, yeah <laughs> I love it, and it's funny. It lets me flex my creative muscles in terms of like saying shit charismatically over text, but. Yeah. With the X-Pac stuff, I get to do that too, but it's only when it's the interaction is blossomed to like a certain level of um, ripeness because in the beginning, everything's downtrodden and it's like sad yeah. and terrible and shit. And you got to like let it creep up and then oh, it's like, okay, now we're into kind of the dating stuff now. So gotcha. it takes a minute to, for it to get fun. Yeah. But it's, hard. it's it's actually my programs for people doing the dating thing. They're longer. They're three months instead of two, whereas two is like, to get an X back three is like if you want to go out into the dating world um, because there's way more material to cover if you're going to go over and be like, you know, Mr. Pimp, then if you it's way more complex than if you're just going to like get your ex back and have rapport with them. The problem is like it's way more emotionally difficult to go through the X back stuff. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. 
I hear you. No, I got you. I, uh, I've only had one client, uh, and he was a one-off client too. Cause I, you know, I, I have the Patreon. That's how I, that's how I've been handling that. But, uh, yeah. I, but I also tell people like, if you just want like a one-off, you know, session or something like just DM me on Instagram, we'll work it out. And so I had a guy do that and he's like, I, I want to get my ex back. And of course I was like, no, you fucking don't. Like, and, and go, I'm just telling talk about it. I'm like, okay, all right. Well, if you really want that, then this is, you know, these are the principles. And uh, and and he got his ex back, and things are going nice. well with him. So it's like, okay, cool, okay. man. That's cool. Sweet. Success, success. Yeah. But <laughs> that's awesome, dude. It was a it was a situation too, like you were talking about earlier, where it's just like he was just you know really being distant, not taking her out on dates, and not doing what he's supposed to do. And it was very new still too. So it wasn't like, you know, uh, he was cheating on her. She was cheating on him or, you know, any of that kind of like toxic shit. It was just, you know, he wasn't doing what he was supposed to be doing in the first place. And she was just sort of like, yeah, it's not working out for me, you know? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, anyway, it, it, it works. I, I personally don't recommend it. So contact Benny, Get a hold of Benny if you want to get your ex back. He's the man. He's the fucking man. Benny, always fun catching up with you, man. Where can people find you online these days? Yeah, go to um, at Coach Benny Dating on TikTok. Yeah, right up there. That's awesome. So if you find me, um, I, I post on other platforms, but that's the one where all the content hits first. And uh, that's where I seem to be doing the best. Sometimes I go live on there too. So Very cool. Uh, have you figured out, uh fucking instagram algorithm at all or you're just focused totally on tiktok i'm in the process of doing that right now okay yeah. i know i i know a guy um totally fucking blew up on 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 um tiktok he goes by graybeard actual yeah yeah i know who that is yeah 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 he's a cool dude his name's ray so so ray blew up on tiktok now that because his content's a little more red pill like he's he's sort of getting into the shadow ban realm and so he go went and studied what, you know, like one of the latest announcements from uh, Instagram on what they're looking for. And so he's like, okay, let me just do that. And so he's, he's posting, you know, like three stories a day and whatever, he totally fucking blowing up on Instagram now too. And nice. he's like, he's like, okay. I'm going, I'm doing all my lives on Instagram and all this stuff. And I'm like, dude, I, okay, I guess I can look at how to do that, but you got to hedge your bets because yeah. TikTok, if Michigan banned TikTok or one of those states up there, Montana, I mean, if they ban TikTok, then other states could follow. So it's like, I'm thinking that's where I'm going to hedge my bet over there. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, well, I mean, ever since, ever since I've been, I um, had to create my third account. Like I pretty much spend all my time on like Instagram and tick, uh, Twitter for the most part. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just like, I just upload on TikTok and fucking walk away now. Like I don't, <laughs> I'm not on there all day, like answering questions and you know, all that kind of stuff. Just, so I'm, I don't know. I just, I, I, I am enjoying these other platforms better just because TikTok's such a strict place, you know, but, uh, but still, it's still to this day, like if you're a new content creator, still one of the easiest places to, to get traction. Yeah. Some of these other platforms are fucking hard. <laughs> They're hard, man. All right, Benny, I'll give you the rest of your day back, man. I know you got to go make some money. So dude, this has been fun, man. I appreciate you. Yeah. Anytime. Benny, thanks again for coming back on. You know, you're you're always welcome. You're always welcome. You're one of the, uh, I, I say this a lot. I say that you're welcome back anytime to most guests. All right. <laughs> and you guys that have been following for a long time, you guys know that if I don't say that, the guest isn't welcome back. You guys, you guys, you guys are in on it. But, you know, Benny's been on the podcast so many times now. 
but Benny is a good dude, man. I actually met him in person a couple of years ago. He, he was holding a men's retreat. Anytime you hear me talking about dating apps and how women use dating apps and they read things from the preview pane, I learned that at Benny's retreat. So Benny's a good dude. Really proud of him. Uh, that's pretty much all I have this episode, guys. If you haven't done so already, please like, subscribe, hit those notifications. If you guys haven't done so already, drop a comment. Any comment will do. Follow me on social media. The links are in the description. Get on the email list, list.comeonmanpod.com. I'll send you, you can download immediately a PDF with 20 dating app openers. All right. And they're guaranteed to capture a woman's attention in the first seven words because like I just mentioned, women tend to look at messages in the preview pane. So you have to capture their attention in the preview pane. These are designed to do that. So check that out. Plus I'll also send you some free stickers as well uh, for your troubles. If you don't want any stickers though, cause some guys don't want the stickers. And so then they put some kind of bogus address in there. It's like, guys, don't, don't make me waste a stamp. Okay. <laughs> if you don't want the stickers, like maybe in the address field, just put like, do not want stickers or something. Okay. I, I don't make me waste a stamp and then get a bunch of returned envelopes. Okay. Cause that's kind of a jerk move. All right. Um, I understand if you just want the PDF, that's fine. <laughs> Check out the Practical Law of Attraction course, loa.comeonmanpod.com. It's a mindset course, you know, and once you get your mind right, everything else tends to fall in place. And for the rest of this month, July, you get that for 25% off if you join the Patreon, patreon.com slash comeonmanpod. You get access, if you join tier one, you get access to my exclusive Telegram group. You get access to our monthly happy hour hangouts. We just had one last Thursday. It was awesome. We had like nine guys show up, eight or nine guys show up. It was it was a blast. We were there for like an hour and a half, talk about all sorts of topics. So check that out, patreon.com slash comeonmanpod because a lot of guys don't have an outlet where they can go to a good group of like-minded guys that are also trying to level up, right? You could go to a bar, but most of the people in the bar you find are pieces of shit, Right? <laughs> They're, you're not talking to someone that knows anything about women. They, uh, if you talk to them, they'll be like, ah, oh, no one knows, under no women understand women and they hate each other. You know, that kind of stuff, right? You know, you, you're not actually talking to guys that are studying this stuff. You're not talking to the guys that have, have similar experiences to you. All right. This is a perfect opportunity for that. It's like the, the cost of a cup of a cup of coffee, right? I was thinking about it too. I was on a run today and, uh, you could, join like a church group, right? And go to a men's group at church. But if you go to a church group, typically they, they meet like every, every week. And then, uh, you know, a lot of churches require you to tithe. This is cheaper than tithing. Okay. <laughs> it's cheaper than tithing. And it's a better group of dudes. Okay. We won't judge you. We won't judge you. Anyways, get on the Patreon, check that out. That's all I have this episode. We'll see you on Wednesday for the live stream. This has been the come on man podcast. New full episodes served hot every Monday morning on your favorite podcast platform of choice. So subscribe now. Follow Paul on social media. The links are in the description. Now, go out and get it.